the um, the age of the uh, Laodicean church, there is an age of material materialistic right? yeah. type when we are possessed with material things, um, natural things, cars, houses, land, jobs, and we are possessed with that, and we many times put that before God and we miss the Lord. Um, and we, um, is there a little echo? And we miss the Lord, but we need to, um, we need to get to the, uh, to the word of God. We need to, um, we need to understand what the, uh, what the spirit is saying. And Joni touched the, um, about the, the one that sat on the throne that had a, a little book in his right hand. And then another one came and took the, the book out of his right hand. That's awesome. And I did preach uh, on that before I left a little bit, but I enlarged in it in still water. So those of you that have, you can go back and um, uh, look and maybe pull it up. Or Sister Rosie can get it and go over that, that message. It's hard to it's hard to preach it again like that. You have to be inspired and anointed. But what the Lord is, as the Lord leads me, <clears throat> I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't claim to be any any uh, offices. I just love God and want to be a man that that is able to um, to give an answer to all those that um, that needs an answer concerning the Word of God. Because I know, and you know too, that we, we are definitely living in the end of the age. It's not going to last much longer this time we are living in. I know it's, it's hard to believe it, you know, because we are living in an age of unbelief. As soon as you hear something, the devil uh, will tell you, or there will be a spirit or a voice say, no, not so. You've got time. When you hear the message... Uh, the age that we're living in, uh, very few people get excited or stir up uh, the age that we're living in. See, it's when there is a there's a coldness, there's a lukewarmness over the churches, and and uh, people are are uh, many of us we are not on fire. See, it's hard to find a church where where people are on fire, where they love God. Sunday night, go to church. They rather stay home. There's nothing pulling them in church. There's no zeal for that, no zeal for God. I'd rather go to the beach. I have more fun in a restaurant. You know that? And, and uh, that, that carnal spirit has taken over. When, um, when in days gone by, men and women would stay all night seeking God, go to work, come back, go to church, because they love God. There was a fire burning in their soul, but what the day you're living in today, um, the days of revival, we don't see revival like they uh, they used to have them. So we don't. Uh, we are very we are very unfortunate uh, people that we have not seen a move of God like uh, they had it back there years ago. I know when you say that, people say, "But oh, we have revival." But revival is not just jumping and shouting alone. You can, you can, uh, you can do manifestation uh, in the spirit. That let me say in the spirit. But after that, give you a week or two and see. Well, sometimes the same night. <laughs> see how you react. What are how are you living? Uh, you can be shouting and jumping today, but next week you can be fighting the work of God. See, let's see. And the devil knows that. The devil knows that, so he will he will test you and he will pro provoke you and he will try you. The only uh, the only safeguard today is the word of God. The only defense you have against the devil is the word of God. That's why you have scripture encourages you to put on the whole armor of God. Unless you put on the whole armor of God, you have no defense. Trust me, you have 
You have no defense. It's only the, the armor of God. And that's the total covering of Jesus Christ. You're putting on the righteousness of, um, of Jesus Christ. Put on the old armor from your head right down, covering your feet. Your feet shod with the um, preparation of the gospel of peace. And your, on your head, the helmet of salvation with your loins gird with truth. See, and you have to have the shield of faith. You have to have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, all of the word of God. You have the shield of faith and um, you have the hope of salvation, helmet of salvation. So uh, as we as the Lord help us here, as we go on out into the future, uh, we want to look into a lot of these things because we want to be on the alert as to uh, where we are and what's happening because we are at the end of the age. See, we are the last generation that will um, live to see the return of Christ because it's, uh, it's due. Another government is to be established upon the earth, and that is the government of God. That is the... Um, that is the government that will be established, which is the little stone. And when we were in clear water, um, still, uh, still waters, Brother Andre mentioned that one night up in the hills of North Carolina, the 20, was it the second chapter of um, Daniel and verse 44, 45, something about that little stone that was hewn out of the mountain without hands. And that's true. That's a government, that stone government. Of Jesus Christ that will will be established will smite the image of the beast and uh, it will it will become a great mountain or kingdom it's to take over all the kingdoms of this world and the kingdoms of this world all of the governments is to become the kingdom of our, of our God and our Savior so you're not losing anything serving God because you'll have a good position a good place in the kingdom of God uh, those that Daniel says that those, and it's, I know it's referring also to, to the Jews, to Israel, but also for us, uh, that uh, many uh, of them will shine. Let, let's uh, see Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. Uh, let, me, let me read from verse 1. Daniel, if you can just jump up there for me. Daniel chapter, was it chapter what? 12, the last chapter in the book of Daniel, there are 12 chapters. Let's look at that tonight a little bit as we go through the Bible, to different sections of the Bible. In Daniel chapter 12, it says, And at that time, verse 1, And at that time shall Michael, at that time when? See, uh, now you're coming through the great tribulation around that time. It's called the time of Jacob's trouble which is also the great tribulation. Jacob's trouble is, the, the Bible speaks about Jacob's trouble, I think, in Jeremiah, uh, about, uh, and that's about bringing on the great tribulation when there's a, there's a suffering like it has never been. So, but at that time shall Michael stand up. When? During that time. See that great suffering, persecution. The great prince, uh, withstand it for the children of thy people. It's, it's really talking to Israel because at that time Gentiles had no hope. The only hope that we had would be in the Messiah until the doors of faith, the door of faith in Acts was opened to the Gentiles. Uh, you remember the sheet let down? What I have cleansed, call not thou common or unclean. See? So uh, the great prince withstand it for the children of thy people. Read with me. And there shall be a time of trouble. Now you see that? Notice. Notice we talk about tribulation. And it's not just one verse of scripture. You go in Matthew 24 or so. But uh, you have to search all over the Bible to begin to understand the, um, the time of tribulation. The great tribulation. What we, um, what we will go through. <clears throat> For it says that. Um, and there shall be. the. No, and there shall be a time of trouble. What, 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 what time of trouble? 
That's the tribulation. That's the great tribulation. And there shall be a time of trouble. Then it went and it uh, described it more so you get it. Such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that same time. Now you go back in the history of the Jews. Look how they suffer. Or Israel then. Uh, the nation of Israel. Because this time they're coming back together. Uh, Jews and the Jews and, and the um, uh, Jacob uh, uh, children. The Jews and Israel will become uh, two sticks will become one. Uh, beauty and bands will become one again. But it says here that. And there shall be a time of trouble. What is that? That's Jacob's trouble. That's trouble like uh, they've never had before. Look at all the concentration camps and all of the persecution that they they went through. And yet, this will be worse. See, this will be worse than any time in the, in the Jewish experience. And if you read about Israel and their suffering under the, um, their suffering under the Assyrians, when the Assyrians took um, Israel away, they, uh, they, 200 years before uh, Judah went into captivity, they've never been, never been really fully restored. And uh, the troubles that they've been through, look at, um, was it Judah that what Judah went through with Babylon? And um, then you had um, the Medes and the Persians, Greece. Look at how they suffer. Even in AD 70, the suffering of of, Jew, uh, of Jews, Judah, uh, uh, they they had all of that suffering, and yet the scripture says this time will be worse than uh, any other time in the history of um, of Israel, such as never look, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. So how great is gonna be? Since there's been a nation, read the history that there's never at a time like this that's coming up. So when we talk about uh, tribulation, well, we've got to understand uh, what we're talking about. Not just one verse of scripture, but it will be a very, um, very difficult time uh, for Israel, for, um, for the Jews, uh, for the church. You say, oh, the church? Well, you've got to understand now that that uh, the ones that will escape the tribulation, uh, you must understand now that that um, there's a lot that goes with it. That if I have time tonight or maybe coming up, I will begin to show you. Because uh, God is not going to have anything in his kingdom that offend or defile or work iniquity. And then when you read... Uh, like Sister Joni was reading chapter 5 of Revelation. That's uh, during the time of uh, judgment coming up. Chapter 6. The judgment. Uh, the seven seals are open. And then you go on into trumpet vials. So we need to know chronolo chronological order of scriptures. Otherwise we don't know what's going on. And the fourth chapter of Revelation. By the time you get to the fourth chapter of Revelation. That is not dealing with. That is not so much the church. The church is now gone. And uh, uh, when, I ch when I say the church, I mean the elect. We'll get into all of that. The elect. And uh, let me, hold, hold your fingers right there. And let me throw that in right here. It would be a good time. In Luke, the 18th chapter, if you'll turn your Bibles there, I just want to show you, as uh, because I'm covering a lot of things right here. In uh, Luke, the... Um, 18 chapter, which if I had it, um, we're about the elect crying uh, day and night uh, to the Lord. Um, yes, verse uh, verse 7. Okay? Look at verse 7. Uh, you find that? You can read from verse 1, but I'm trying to cover a lot here, a lot here tonight. Okay. And shall not God avenge his own elect? See that word? His own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he beard long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith 
on the earth. All right. He said, will I find faith when he, when, 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 he, when the Lord comes back? Will he find faith? All right. He's going to avenge his elect. But notice what the elect does. They cry. They cry. They pray. They mourn. They travail day and night unto him. They're crying out to God. You show me the group of people. And I just touched that. Show me the group of people that are crying out to God day and night. Show me those people that are mourning. See? And, and, and crying for God to, to have mercy and spare the church. They're few and far between. See, so the Lord says that I will, I will listen. I will hear the cry of mine elect. I don't know if you're an elect or not. How do you, how do I know? How do you know? Well, are you crying out to God? When last have you prayed? When last have you asked God to spare the church? And that's what God says. God says that he used this, uh, I think the parable of the unjust judge that wouldn't listen to anybody. But when uh, this woman came to him and would not give up and said, avenge me of mine adversary. And the Lord saying here now, he wants a church that's on their knees, that's crying out to God, avenge us, avenge me of mine adversary. What adversary? Of the devil. Because the devil has done a lot of damage. Look what he has done to your family. Look what he has done to you. He has stolen from you. And you've got to cry out and ask God for vengeance. Uh-huh. The, the elect of God, they're not some softy. You've got to ask God to push that person out of the way. Ask God to push them out of the way. Uh, so the church will go on. Now somebody want to tear up the church? Just don't sit there and let them do it. You begin to cry out to God and say, help, Lord. Uh, help us, Lord. And God said he'll avenge you. He's only let. That's what the Bible It's right there, isn't it? So now I'm trying to show you now uh, those that will escape the great tribulation. If you're not doing anything, you're a busy body causing trouble. You mean that God's going to put you in the kingdom? Are you going to just take you out of the, the, uh, the fire and you're gone? And that's not the way it works. But uh, this lesson uh, now and maybe Wednesday night as I go through a little bit to show you. Uh, but um, back in, uh, in Daniel chapter 12, back in Daniel chapter 12 for me, it says that, um, it says that uh, we're, we're, um, we're, we're at the time, yes, and uh, it shall be a time, is that verse what? Verse 1, go back to verse 1. Daniel 12 verse 1 says, It shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to this same time. And at that time, what's going to happen? Thy people shall be delivered. Hallelujah. You see that? Yes, so there's a deliverance even during the time of fire. Great tribulation. Uh, some will be delivered. Thy people shall be delivered. Everyone notice everyone that shall be found written in the book and Revelation 12 uh, speaks about uh, having the name written in the Lamb's book of life. Everyone that has their names written in the Lamb's book of life. Everyone that's an elect. See? Elect. Election. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Uh True faith unto sanctification. Paul mentioned that also in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay, the next verse says, verse 2 says, And many, read with me, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting, there's going to be a resurrection, some to everlasting life, but a thousand years later, because we find there's two resurrections a thousand years later, some to shame and everlasting contempt. So you want to be in, a lot of things will be happening just ahead of us. The seals, trumpet, vial, the woes, many things will be happen, happening to us. But God will uh, protect you that the very uh, hair on your head will be protected. And he says you should not be afraid because uh, nothing will befall you. Okay? Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth. The next uh, verse says, 
And they that be wise. Alright. What's going to happen to those that know the Bible. Those that know the scriptures. Those that understand the word of God. Now. How, how, the, you remember the wise virgin. The foolish virgins. Uh, the wise virgins enter. The foolish did not enter. But they and they that be wise. Shall shine. How? As the brightness. Of the firmament. So there's a resurrection right there. See? Where uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians 15. Mortal put on immortality. Corrupt, corruption uh, put on incorruption. Corruptible put on incorruptible. And uh, the, the, uh, then shall be brought to pass the same. That is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death where is thy sting? Many of them that. Sleep in the dust shall awake. And they that be wise shall shine. Notice how important it is. And you can determine your position in glory. By the knowledge of this little book right here. See this book right here? That's what God's going to judge you by. That's what God is going to place you on. This is your, this is your uh, uh, textbook that you will be judged by. And out of this, God will know where to place you. God's not just going to give you a reward because your name is Joe or Mary or Susan. I'm just calling names. But that's not the way God placed you. It's notice. They that be wise. Wise. Virgin. Wise in the things of God. Remember? There, there was no truth or mercy or knowledge. But those that are wise, they have the knowledge of God. So it's important to study the Bible. You put the Bible down. You don't study it. You don't... Uh, you read it a little bit, but you have no knowledge. You don't know what God is saying. How is God going to give you and make you a ruler over ten cities? What would you do with them? How, what would you tell the people? And it's not a push button and then you suddenly know everything in glory. That's not the way it works. You see, uh, you go to college here. You've got to study. You've got to uh, stay up at night many times and study. The, same, the, the word of God. You have to study to show yourself approved. Approved unto God. It's not just getting an office in this church right here or down here. But it's in the kingdom of God. See, those 24 elders, they didn't just get there because God, you know, just liked them above anybody. They work for it. They labor for it. Amen. According to your work, God will reward you. So notice that those that are wise, bright, have a knowledge of God. They know God. They Understand the truth. And they that be wise. What are they going to do? Shine. As the brightness. Of the firmament. You say but I'm not shining right now. Don't worry about it right now. Nobody already recognize you. You're in a, in a little corner over there. But uh, where you are. You begin to shine. Uh, uh, nobody sees you. On your knees at 12 o'clock at night. Or 1 o'clock. Praying and crying out. And asking God to help you. Those that are wise. When. You came to church, you started out. You didn't know very much about God. But look at you now. Stand up there, quoting scriptures. Uh, putting them, lining them up. Not just chewing up the Bible, running all over. But you have a knowledge and you're putting line upon line. Here a little. And there a little. Precepts upon precepts. Those that be wise. You want to be wise, don't you? Well, are you going to be wise? By studying the word of God. By listening to the word of God by walking with wise men. Wise ministry. Those that be wise shall shine. As the firmament. And they that turn many. Look at that. To Jesus Christ. Jesus is the righteousness of God. Turn them to righteousness. <clears throat> when you turn someone to righteousness. You turn them to Christ. When you turn someone to the truth. You turn them to Christ. That's what this church is all about. That's what we are doing. Trying to turn you. To righteousness which is not an easy job. It's not a very easy job. To turn someone away from sin. Because sin has a stronghold. Sin can have a stronghold in a person's life. And then it's hard to break. It's only the Holy Ghost can break that stronghold. Not by might nor by power. But by my spirit said the Lord. So it goes on it says. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that. Turn many to righteousness as the stars. Look at that. For how long? So down here you might not be shining very much to everybody. They don't know you. 
They don't know your name. But there's coming a day when you're going to shine as the stars. For how long? How long is forever? How long is forever? Forever and ever. That's how long you'll be shining as the, um, as the stars. You see those stars up there? Those stars never move. Those stars are always there. And verse 4 goes on says, But thou, O Daniel, then okay. He told Daniel, go. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Now, what book is that? Do you know that's the same book that was uh, in the hand of the, 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 the right hand of him that sit on the throne? See, that's why Daniel uh, could not reveal it. See, because there are things in there that, that only God himself uh, can reveal it or will reveal it. He tells them to seal up the book. Even to the time of the end, to the end, that's our time. Daniel was writing to us. Okay, yes, we're Gentiles, but God brought us in. And he said, even at, to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro. Notice that running said, okay, somebody said, run to and fro. All right, you, you can go out there and catch a bus or a plane going to uh, any part of the world and you run here. You get in your car and you run here. But that doesn't mean knowledge of God increase. That's not what I'm talking about. But running through the Bible. Did you know you can run? Uh, you can run all the way from, from Genesis chapter 1 to Revelation 22. That's a long run. That's a 6,000 years jogging, running. That you can run. Many shall run to and fro the Bible. Uh, you can go back 200 years ago. You can go back 2,000 years ago. What, where would that put you? I uh, think Pentecost, right? And you can run from Pentecost to where we are right now. Many shall run from where? Uh, one time you were uh, in Daniel. The other time you were in Jeremiah. The other time you can go backwards, forwards. You jump over to Malachi. What are you doing? You're running. Look at us running tonight. We were in, uh, we were in uh, Revelations. Then we went to Daniel. Look at, we went to Luke. Speaking about the elect, what we're doing? Many shall run up and down uh, the things of God and knowledge and understanding, putting line upon line and precepts upon precepts and knowledge. Look at that. What were we talking about this morning? That there was no knowledge. You know why there was no knowledge and understanding? Because we don't have any runners. See, but if you have a runner, amen? amen. If you have runners, your, your pastor's got to be a runner. What was he doing? Ah, uh, boy, uh, uh, my pastor, he was running from Jose this morning, and then he went over to, to um, Acts. Uh, how did he get from one uh, uh, age, many years? He gets there. Uh, many shall run to and fro. You, you start running. Get the Bible out and say, I'm going to run this Bible this year. Many shall run to and fro. The things of God. It's not just catching a plane or, or, or driving your car all over the place. That's not what it means. That's not corner running. It's a running. Just like waiting. Uh, waiting doesn't mean you sit down and do nothing. Okay. Waiting means uh, you're renewing your strength. They that wait upon the Lord. See? Talking to Him. Reading His Word. Studying His Word. Praying. Crying out to God. Uh, like the elect. The elect was waiting. Mourning and crying out to God. And you try that, you find out where how he's going to move you from glory to glory. Yeah. Even as by his spirit. Yeah. So read with me. But thou, o Daniel, shut up the words and seal. And what? And seal the book. Was the book sealed? Yeah. And that sealed book wasn't open until over in Revelation. The sealed book began to be open. Revelation started. Revelation chapter 6. Where the seals were broken. And he said. Even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro. And knowledge. Shall be increased. What? We touch that. Knowledge shall be increased. There's going to be an increase of knowledge of God. Oh that I might know him. There's going to be an increase of knowledge. Now. Uh, when the knowledge of God increase. Where will you be? Huh? Where, what will you be doing? Will, will you be rejoicing the fact that you know what God is doing? You, you know, or you just sit there, you know, like, 
uh, you, you, you know, uh, not mocking anybody, but a child go to school, never read, never do homework, and come and just sit there and look when all of the other kids going forward and getting ready to move forward. See, that's the same thing for the Word of God. You've got to sharpen up. You've got to uh, get the Word of God. And But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. It's sealed. But it's going to be open just ahead of us. It is still sealed. Revelations uh, 10, I think. Uh, the angel that had the seal book. Uh, Revelations 5. The one that was brought to the ancient of days. And uh, he took the book out of the hand of him that sat on the throne. That's the same book. See, it's not a different book. And uh, the, um, the devil, listen. The devil has never yet uh, stopped God or hinder God or even look into the real mind of God. He said, oh, but he destroyed Adam and Eve. You've got to understand that was only the, um, the visible um, part of the work of God. But um, you've never seen the hidden part of God because there's a revealed part and there's a part that's not revealed. So there's a revealed word and there's a word that's, a word that's not revealed. You and I have here in your hand a revealed part of God, which is only uh, now we know in part. Uh, it's not clear. Uh, even the devil doesn't understand a lot because it's not, it's not clear. It is only a small part of God that you see, that you're seeing. Enough to get us in the kingdom, enough to make us become like him. But, but when that, the, 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 the real plan of God is written, it's sealed up in that book that nobody has ever touched. Nobody has ever even looked upon it. Nobody can even read it or break the seal thereof except Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So when you hear about this little book and the mystery, it's all sealed up. Okay? When Adam and Eve fell in the garden, the devil didn't touch the real plan of God. He did not. See, he could not. He doesn't understand. And uh, only God had it. The um, Even Jesus told him, he said, of the day and hour, of his second advent, know it, no one, not even him. See, there, there are things that the devil doesn't know. And he cannot touch the, the plan of, of God. Are you following me? And here, see, so, but those things, the secret things belongs to the Lord. But those things which are revealed, that's what the scripture said, belongs to us. Now, but though Daniel shut up the words, see, there's some words right now that are shut up. And seal the book. The book sealed. There's a seal book in Daniel. And Daniel and Revelation goes together. You cannot understand Revelation without Daniel. And a lot of people just jump into Revelation. You know we have prophets today that just, oh I'm a prophet, oh I'm going to explain the word of God. But go ahead. See, go ahead and do it. Uh, because um, you've got to have uh, understanding of Daniel. You can't just bypass Daniel and go straight to Revelation. These books go together. See, these, these books uh, uh, commend, commends each other. And here in Daniel it says, The book was, was sealed even for when? To the time of the end. That's down here when, when they, they coming into the kingdom, the close of the millennium, end of the church age, the time of the end, when uh, the kingdom of God will be established, even to the time of the end, um, uh, many shall run to and fro. They'll be looking for God. What are they running for? Looking for God. Why? Because, you know why they're running? Because they've not found uh, the water of life. They've not found the, um, the bread of life. Remember uh, Amos? That, uh, that there'll be a famine. And they'll be looking for water. They'll be looking for bread. So they'll be running back and forth. And there's going to be a tremendous uh, drawing and attention back to the word of God. That we don't have right now. Everybody's busy almost. Almost everybody is busy. And we're not turning to God many of us. And we, we're too busy for God. But there's coming a time when, yeah, no matter what, you're going to put God first. No matter what, you're going to put the Lord first. Hallelujah. See, and it says that even to the grand, 
the time of the end. Where are we living right now? That's where we are right down at the time of the Laodicean age. Um, uh, the Laodicean church age. We are at the time of the end. When the church age, the time of the end is when the church uh, age is closing out. If you notice, uh, uh, how do you know that? Because there's not a lot of zeal anywhere in church. Even a large church, a big crowd. People go there and just sit down. But don't change them. Don't tell them that you need to get rid of that old fleshly nature, the Adamic nature, and put on Christ. Or how oh, you've got to uh, make changes. They don't want to hear that. They just want a nice church where they're comfortable and nobody corrects them. See, but you, you're not going to be in the kingdom with that spirit. Amen. He says that a knowledge shall be increased. What? Knowledge, knowledge shall be increased. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a great time. Increasing of the knowledge of Almighty God. Verse 5 says, Then I, Daniel, look, and behold, there stood two others. And remember, these are all mysteries. Operation of God that you've got to understand. And many of these things are hard uh, to be understood. It says, I stood, behold, there stood two others. And the one on this side of the bank of the, of the river and the other on that side of the bank of the river. So on either side of the river, there was one angel, angelic being. These were not ordinary men or women or so. These were supernatural beings, angelic beings. Because they, uh, Daniel was seeing things that would be far past your day and mine. See, that's not even fulfilled as yet. Because the books are still sealed. The books are not yet open. And now, what's in the book? Uh, you cannot open it. I cannot open it. There's not a human being, whether in heaven, alive, on the earth, under the earth, that can. But John said, I wept much until one of the elders says to me, weep not. Uh, because we found one who, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. Amen. And when the seals was open coming on down, John saw a great company. One first, a Jewish, chapter 7, he saw the Jewish, uh, 144,000 from each tribe. But notice as he goes down, he saw another group that even John didn't know. Who are these? And these were not the um, these were not the the group that came out of the church. These were these were the group that went through the great tribulation. See, uh, no doubt under a Jewish ministry. And remember that the millennium, uh, the millennium starts at the uh, end of the seventh trumpet. See, that's when the millennium will start right there, when the seventh trumpet. Not the millennium does not start at the catching away of the church. Uh, at Laodicean uh, uh, chapter uh, 3 uh, but in and then chapter 4 uh, begin the church uh, a door open in heaven see what door Christ is the door it's not a, a little door like it's Christ the door and what does he open the door for to enter uh, to enter for us to enter those that are worthy and then who are, who's there I'm not even in that chapter yet, but I'm just going ahead. 24 elders uh, and uh, the four living creatures. Uh, they call them four beasts, but it's four living creatures. And uh, you have the throne of God. I mean a lot. Then uh, angels and uh, human beings that are redeemed. Those, those 24 elders, they're not, um, they're not angels. See, they are uh, redeemed from the earth. Angels are not washed with the blood. But these are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. I saw a Lamb as stood up as it was slain. That's Christ, the Son of God, where he appeared as a lion and a lamb. And I, Daniel, look, and behold, there stood two others. The one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on the, that side of the bank of the river. Verse 6. And one, they were calling to each other now. They were calling. And one said to the man clothed in linen. So it looked like there was another one. Uh, uh, clothes. One was there clothed in linen. Uh, the man clothed in linen. And you can also find the same man 
in the ninth chapter of Ezekiel. Ezekiel went with an with a, a, a ink writer's inkhorn. Okay, let's come back here. It says that, And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? Nobody knows beside Christ. How long? The disciples asked him the same question. And I heard a man clothed in linen. That's righteousness. That's a, a fine linen. Which was upon the waters of the river. When he held up his right hand. And his left. Uh, and his right hand. And his left hand. Unto heaven. You, by the way you find this in Revelation 10. You can go over there and find out. One foot on the sea and one on the land. And lift up his hands and swear. See. Here, uh, I'll tell you what's in Daniel. You can find it many parts in um, Revelation. He lifts up his right hand and his left and unto heaven and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time, times, and half a times, which is three and a half years or 42 months. Shall we get him over Revelation also speak of that? See, uh, when, um, and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the powers of the holy people. All these things shall be, be finished. Then it's uh, introducing Anna Christ, the man of sin, and a lot will go on right there. It's going to be a terrible time. See, and this is where uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 comes in. And 2 Thessalonians uh, all over. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, that I thought I was going to get there. I've been trying to get there, but I will in the future. And I heard a man clothed, and I heard the man, follow me now, the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters. Uh, is that what I need? Uh, seven, uh, which was up. Okay. And I heard, but notice here, he didn't understand. Okay. I heard, but I understood not. Because it was not time. For that revelation. I heard it. But I didn't understand. Then said I. Oh my Lord. See that. Oh my Lord. Okay. L. In the ISR what? Case. L. Lord. Capital. Not common. Not the Lord. But capital. But I understood not. What shall be the end. Of these things. The disciples asked these things. And who did they ask it to? Oh, Jesus Christ. They never asked Gabriel. And he said, go thy way. It wasn't time yet. But notice that Jesus began to explain to them in Matthew 24. Go thy way, Daniel. For the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. So here we are. So something tremendous is going to happen. Now God has got to raise up men and women who understand. Not, not men and prophets like we're looking and expect some tremendous prophet to come out of nowhere. And begin to give us a yea, thus said the Lord, or yea. And give us a new line of thought. No, it's got to come from the word. Everything that we are to know, it's in the Bible. And when the little book is open, it's Jesus that's going to take the book out of the hand of the Father. And it's Jesus that's going to open it. And it's Jesus that's going to pass it on to John and to the prophets and to those that are called. And he said in chapter 10 of Revelation, you must eat the book because you're going to prophesy again. Because before we prophesied without the book. Everybody almost have an idea what God is going to do. But this time, we're going to have to get our homework right. When that little book is open, God's going to say, go back to the drawing board. Go back and study again. And this time, and John said in my mouth, was, uh, was sweet, is it sweet as honey? And my belly was bitter. There's a, a total purging of God's creation. God knows how to purge us and to make us whiter than snow. Amen. And 
not begin to wind down the message. He said many and many shall be purified. See that? Purified. What do you think it is? God's going to purge sin unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins. He's going to purify. What's going on in the church? You mean that God's coming back for this? No. We've got to get serious. God's not going to come back for this. Our, our spirits, the emotions that we show, the attitude that we show, pouty. Nobody corrects anybody. You can't say, uh, the Bible said the word of God is for correction. But I want to do sin and get away with it. Nobody can correct me. And I might do a sin and get away. And I think I get away, but I don't. Man might not see and man might not correct, but there's a God Almighty that I need to repent to. I need to repent and he's merciful. That if I would get down on my knees and say, God, it's me. I'm guilty. Please forgive me. But don't cover it up. Say, God, I'm so sorry. All of sin. And you ask God to forgive you of your sins. Don't put, you know, just pass it and say, oh, I didn't do it. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Guilty, Lord. Get before God and don't cover up. Say, God, I'm the most guilty man. I'm the one that don't pass it on to somebody else. Say, it's me, Lord. I'm sorry. That's what repentance is. But today, don't preach repentance. Oh, I'm, uh, somebody might get offended. But preach repentance that even yourself will be convicted. Say, forgive me, Lord. Because we want to be in the kingdom. We want to be saved. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. Many shall be purified. Look at this. What was wonderful tonight? And made white. What? The righteousness of Christ. Notice all you. You have to be purified. And what does it mean? A purging, a cleansing, a washing of the blood. And you're going to be made white. That means righteous. That white, white robe was given unto them. That's the white robe that was given unto them. What? By, through the purification. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sin. So if you're in a church that's not purging you. That's not doing anything. That's not washing you. Spiritually. You're in trouble. And, and many shall be purified. I don't want to miss this crowd. I want to be in it. I want to be purified. Many shall be purified. And made white. And tried. All kind of trials. You're going to go through. But to them that overcome. Will I grant to sit with me in my throne. And they overcame me by the blood of the lamb. And the word of their testimony. But tonight you should be shouting. Look at the word you're getting. Oh you should be shouting. Look at that. Look at what you're hearing. But the wicked. Notice. But the wicked shall do wickedly. That's how you know the difference between the elect and non-elect. When you hear the word of God, do you rejoice or do you fight it? You try to change it. You're trying to stop God or do you say, Lord, it's me. Please forgive me. And you bow. Uh, for this cause, I bow my knees to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I, you get upset. You don't want to hear the word of God. huh? Uh, when I hear the word of God, it will cut me. But I have to say, Lord, your word is wonderful. Your word is true. Forgive me. And always bowing at the feet of Jesus Christ. I have to show the right spirit. Well, I'm not going to show it yet. You show the right spirit now or the judgment. I'll come into the category of the wicked. There's two categories. One that's purged and made white and tried. And the wicked, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand. That means they never gain that knowledge that will change them. See, they never understand. But the wise, the wise shall understand. A, a poor child, a wise child is one that takes correction. When the parents say, Johnny, go sit down over there. Johnny sits down over there and avoid the spanking. Johnny, go do your own work. Johnny does his own work and avoid a punishment. When the Lord says, don't do that, then you don't do that. When the Lord says, touch not man anointed. Nor do my prophets any harm. You don't do it. You say God's not defending it. Yes he is. Yes he is. Uh, God is defending his church. And so you look at the church. And you're not get offended. Well, when, when there's nothing inside of you. That get offended at the word of God. When something begins to stir it up in the word of God. It's because you're wrong. You're guilty as charged. If you weren't guilty. But you wouldn't get upset. Because that means it's not you. See. Uh. But when you get upset at the word of God, it means that it's you. And God is only, God doesn't want to destroy us, but God wants to uh, save us and deliver us and point us to Calvary. 
to the cross unto him that loved us. And none of the wicked will understand. Look at that. See the difference? Uh, there's only two classes. Wicked or one with knowledge. Uh, you can go to church and one person praising the Lord and loving God and the other one sit beside and pout. What makes that happen? They sit and get all upset. Find fault. Huh? You can go to church and one, one, one set of, of people just so on fire for God. Can't wait for the next service. While the other one can't wait for the service to get over so they can get out. None of the wicked shall understand. Said, and from the time that the day that the daily sacrifice, that's going on. The daily sacrifice shall be taken away. And the abomination that make it desolate set up. There shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. And a lot of these dates, men have a problem in understanding these dates and, and so on. And uh, verse 12. Blessed is he that waited and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. Verse 13. But go thou thy way. Notice it says go on to your way. Till the hand be. This, do you see the emphasis that put on the end? That means the closing of time. Not, not, the, not the closing of the world. Because it goes on. But the closing of the age. When Jesus Christ will take over. As the governor. King of kings. And lord of lords. And go thy way. Till Allah, till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of days. So Daniel went, fell asleep, but the Lord said, I resurrect you in your lot. That's mean you're resurrecting in your group, in your lot. And I would like to be resurrected in the lot of the righteous, the, the lot of the bridal company. I would love to. And he spake a parable. No, you're going over Luke now. Um, no, but go thy way until the end of envy, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the day. Is that it? God bless you. I hope tonight that you receive something. You did receive something from the Lord.